celebrating 29 years on Utah's airwaves. Western Life Radio thanks you for joining us around the campfire and for your ongoing support to Utah's longest running home, garden, travel, and outdoor adventure program. You can always join us on our online campsite at westernliferadio.com. Rise above the best and experience faster internet with Rise Broadband. Known as the number one fixed wireless internet provider in the United States, Rise Broadband offers flexible packages designed to meet your budget so that you can stream all your favorite music, movies, and shows with fast, reliable in-home Wi-Fi. Whether you live in a suburban or rural area, Rise helps keep you and your family connected with the people and things that you value most. Get fast, reliable wireless internet so that you can stream your favorite shows, play the hottest games without buffering or interruption, or connect with family and friends on Skype. With Rise Broadband, you're just a click away. Get more for less with Rise Broadband. To check availability in your area, visit risebroadband.com or call 855-375-9473. Put on your helmet. Let's go. But, Mom, when will I be old enough so I don't have to wear my helmet? When will I become invincible just like you? Sweetie, I'm not invincible. I need my helmet, too. Anyone can get hurt, no matter how old they are. Be responsible and set an example when you ride. Accidents do happen. Please remember, nobody is invincible. When carrying a firearm, always treat it as if it were loaded. Always keep your finger off the trigger until your sights are on target and you're ready to fire. Never let your muzzle point at anything you're not willing to destroy. And always be sure of your target, its environment, and any other safety hazards. This announcement's been brought to you by TaylorGunsmithing.com. Discover the magic within Utah State Parks with an annual State Parks Pass. From boating and fishing to hiking, camping, and off-highway vehicle adventures, Utah State Parks offers a wide variety of activities in the great outdoors. An annual State Park Pass opens the gate to year-round adventures at an amazing price of only $75. The annual State Park Pass provides day-use access for you and your family for 12 months from day to purchase. In addition, Utah State Parks opens the gate to cultural and historical parks where you can learn more about Utah's rich heritage. And don't forget to reserve your favorite campsites year-round with options in teepees, yurts, and hammocks in addition to the standard tent and RV options. Visit the trailhead for more information at stateparks.utah.gov. Hi, I'm Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox. We live in an incredible state, and this time of year, my family and I, we love to ride. Unfortunately, we've had too many fatalities this year. And while safety equipment is critical, it's not enough. Remember to always be aware of your surroundings and never ride beyond your capabilities. We wanna make sure that you make it home safe. And never forget, nobody is invincible. Faster Utah is proactive about school safety. For more information, fasterutah.org.
summer has officially begun, and Sportsman's Warehouse has everything you need for your next outdoor adventure. From hiking to camping to shooting, ready for some fishing? Sportsman's Warehouse has all the rods, reels, baits, and nets you need for success. And hunting season will be here before you know it, so bring in your bows for free tune-ups. The best part of all is that at Sportsman's Warehouse, you'll find knowledgeable people who are passionate about what they do, and they will get you just what you need. Sportsman's Warehouse. Take it outside. Grover joins us once again with Utah's Best Gardening. Thank you again for taking a few minutes with us. And thank you for letting me come and talk to people about gardening. This is one of the high points of my month because I get to talk to a good old friend and we get to talk about things that I love doing and share it with people that hopefully will find it useful. Sterling's become a very big fan of urban foraging, actually. He's actually saving GPS coordinates of mulberry trees he's finding or different types of trees, different plum trees or different berries he finds in parking lots of stores. And it's been an obsession for him the last couple of months, especially as he finds these unique things and tastes them. And then he marks them and says, OK, he actually ranks them. You know, this is a good flavored one. This is not so good flavored. Otherwise, a lot of it just goes on the ground and goes to waste. And... I know for a lot of urban foresters, they try to avoid fruit because it can be messy. But boy, it sure is a neat draw, and it sure is exciting for someone who's walking around and finds something that they can actually eat. I used to walk around Provo eating the mulberries, and I know there had to be a few other people, but nobody was seriously harvesting them. And if I'd stayed in Provo another couple of years... I'm sure I would have been figuring out recipes for the mulberries and how to use them. They were everywhere. And I had friends, and we'd be walking somewhere, and I'd be picking off the mulberries, and I'd be looking at me like, so is he going to drop dead before we get to our destination? Because I didn't know what they were. And in the last couple of years, mulberries have been making a real comeback. And that's kind of nice to see people saying, oh, mulberries are really a part of the Utah tradition. They were brought here to raise silkworms in certain areas. They escaped, and Provo's one of them. You go to old Provo, and they're all over the place. They are. BYU can't even keep up with getting rid of the ones they don't want. They're there. And to look at that and say, oh, this is usable is just really awesome. And I'm kind of bummed at times because I'm not in as good a forage area where I'm at. It's just not as much as I'd like to see, but too many people here spray their lawns, so it really interferes with it. Knowing what's out there, knowing what you can eat, and taking advantage of that, 
I've got to say, I would be proud if Sterling were my son because that is the way that I think all kids should be growing up. You're right. When you go on a trip with him to Orem or Provo or something, you can plan another 45 minutes to an hour before you get out there because he'll drive you to get a couple extra stops here and there to check out some tree that he sees <laughs> along the way. That is excellent. My dad never would have handled that. He would have just been so frustrated by me, um, <laughs> which is probably why I never did it. Is It just was not something my parents would fully understand. Although my mom, my mom would go forage for stuff. She, probably 76, she showed up with a bunch of currants. And I asked her about that last time I was down visiting her in St. George, and She's very coy about where she found those currants. So I found them off to the side of the road. Where? Uh, yeah, that hesitation of not quite wanting to tell. Maybe she didn't remember this is 40 years ago plus, but I kind of wonder if she foraged on a property that wasn't hers to forage on. But then again, we got some good current jam out of it, and she did a lot of it that year. She made a lot of the jelly that year, so we had it literally for years. It was another decade before we used it all up, and that stuff can last. So, And, of course, back in the day, and you would remember this, too, I didn't know asparagus could be bought. I knew it could be grown in a garden, but it didn't matter. We just went along the ditch banks and collected it back when we had ditch banks. And we had some on our property all the time, and you can count on it for four or five weeks in the springtime, and if you cut it down quick and early, it would come back again, and was a special treat for us. We loved it. Yeah. And now that world is gone. Most of the irrigation ditches, well, all of them in American Fork are now disconnected. Lehigh is gone. Highland has some, but they are trying to get people on pressurized irrigation. And so that's a part of our life that's gone now. With the pressure to get water, so I understand the pressurized systems because... Somebody has to get the water, and pressurized system has less loss in the system, so I get that. But we do lose something when we have to make those technological switches. Another thing that we lose is the forage area for critters, whether it be butterflies, bees. When you and I were growing up, again, we had muskrats because they're in various areas in the wetlands or the irrigation ditches and the canals. And that was just a part of life for us. I mean, I doubt there's many people around here that are ever going to see a muskrat in the wild. And we had people growing up that would actually set up trapping lines to collect the muskrat to sell the fur. You won't see that in Utah now, at least not our part of Utah. And I'm glad you brought up also the loss of some of these animals. Butterflies, monarch butterflies. I saw a statistic that said more than 90% of our monarch butterflies have disappeared in the last decade because a lot of these ditches are disappearing. That's where a lot of these milkweed plants were growing, and they're just not available anymore. So if you like those types of animals, if you want to see more monarchs, plant a few more milkweed in your yard. That's an interesting thing that I've seen struggle with is you get the folks like me and like you who are really genuinely interested in these critters. And then you get the, oh, don't plant a milkweed because it's going to take over the world. And I think this is the same for you as it is for me. We just kind of look at you and say, well, yeah. 
I remember I did most of my grade school over in Greenwood Elementary here in American Fork. It was like second grade through fifth grade. I did right very close to where I'm at now. And back in those days, there was a ditch that ran along the western end of the playground there because it was an agricultural town, especially down there on the south end. There were farms south of the school. There wasn't really much else. And you would see the milkweed growing there. And you'd see the cockleburrs there on that west end and all these plants that had a habitat that was more or less streamside. And so for me, the world I grew up in, we were out being involved. You know, these days they put habitats into schools, specifically. Back in those days, now this is not to say that, this is not to be critical. This is just the way it was. But back in those days, habitats were a part of the school because of the environment. And when I was in kindergarten at Oakwood Elementary up in Salt Lake, Cottonwood, Murray area, we had a, an irrigation ditch on the east side of the school. And it was far enough away from the school that if you weren't paying attention, it was a little bit harder to hear the bells. And we'd always be in trouble for coming in late because we didn't hear the bell because we're playing on the ditch trying to catch water skiers. And, again, that's a part of our life that's been lost. We've tried to replicate it with these habitats, but it's not the same as something that grew there organically. Certainly, who's going to plant cockleburrs in their habitat? And very few people will plant milkweeds. But, again, milkweeds were so common when I was growing up that there wasn't a second thought. Now, you have to look for milkweeds, and that's really been a shift. When I was a kid, we would drag a hose and a sprinkler to water the lawn. The rich people might have irrigation systems, but I hung out with very few of those people. Now, it's almost standard. The irrigation system comes with the house, and that has changed what we grow and how we grow it. It's not all positive. They've done studies. The places where you have to drag a hose, where you have to water by hand, actually use less water, even though quite often they're watering the sidewalk and everything else because you're trying to control a very non-controlled system. But you also don't want to be out there spending more time than you have to watering because that's work. So as our systems have gotten better, you'd think that with the nice irrigation systems, we would water less because we have all this control and we can easily decide to water this long or this many days. In reality, we leave it on one setting the whole year long. We water the snot out of it and we use more resources and don't get more out of it. Really, that's a cruel irony. And I think it's a shame. Also, by not going out and dragging that hose, we're not paying attention to the small things that we used to. You used to go out, okay, I'm going to water the lawn, and you're out there, you're looking at it, making sure you're hitting all the areas you need to. you got that dry spot that's got to be taken care of. And that interaction with the environment, you're looking for weeds, you're noticing what's around you. You're putting yourself in a position to be educated by what's going on around you. Now, you know, if I want to water, I run down. I can do a manual watering on my sprinkler box, but I'm in the basement. 
I go down to the basement, I turn it on, I come back up. I usually go outside because I'm that guy, right? But most people are just going to turn on and, and walk away, or they're going to reset it and walk away, or they never even turn it off for the winter. I'm here, we've got pressurized irrigation. The city turns it on and off seasonally because they don't want people running their stuff. I could leave my sprinkler system on all year round, and I would not know the difference if I didn't want to pay attention to it. And so that's a really negative thing, and it's negative for developing your landscape and growing your lawn because you don't need to go out and look at it. You go out once a week, you mow it, and mowing's a really hard time to observe things properly, and then you're done, and then you don't see it again for another week. And this goes back again to the science has been proving that the people that go out in a garden and that take walks in forests, these have distinct health benefits that are being proven. And right now, nobody's arguing that science because it's been pretty solid. And so we got all this technology and we denied ourselves the exact thing we need. And in the same process, we're killing the monarchs. Go figure. It's always fun to visit with you, Alex. We always come across some fantastic topics. And if folks want to connect with you, you do consultations, you have videos on YouTube, you have a lot of resources out there. If people want to find you, how do they get hold of you? First thing is, if you really want to be involved in gardening, Utah's Best Gardening on Facebook, when you get on, make sure you answer the questions, because if you're not serious about answering the questions, let me know that you're a real person, that I'm probably... It's probably going to be difficult for you on the group. I found the questions really, if you answer those, I don't have to worry about filtering out spammers. It's just so much easier. Uh, the second thing, and I'd really like you to do this, if you can get on YouTube, I do multiple videos on gardening a week. Sometimes there will talking head videos when I'm talking about a subject like I just did on tomatoes. But a lot of times I'll just whip out my phone when I see something. I'm taking care of my father-in-law's property right now. And I went out, we had a dry patch, I got time to look at it, and it scrubbed. So I whipped out my phone, and we did a grub video. I did a grub video right there, right then. I tend to get those on within a couple of days, generally speaking. So it's really fairly reactive, very quick. I can move and get those ready. There's not a lot of production involved. But that also means it's timely for you. I'm not taking video, taking a week for production, another week for scheduling, or I'm not having to work with the network on planning stuff six months in advance. It's fairly quick. And this is a really great resource because, again, you can go there, and there's a really good chance that something that week is something you're dealing with right now. And so jumping on that, I try to keep at least every video, at least it's got to be two hours or longer, Okay, not really. I get some that are getting close to 20 minutes. I kick myself every time they're longer than 10 because I ramble a lot. But you look at it, and even a 20-minute investment a week in your garden and in educating yourself is not a bad thing. And the great thing is, is the more you learn, the harder I have to work to get you stuff that you don't know that you need to know. So it keeps me on my toes, too. And I encourage you, go to Grow How on YouTube, 
There are a few things with similar names where you'll see a guy that's halfway towards the camera, but mostly somewhere else. That's me. You'll see plenty of stuff that's all relevant to Utah. That's where I go, and that's where I live. And a lot of the YouTube videos are so focused on the East Coast or the West Coast. They don't know what to do for Utah, and they don't know how to help Utah. So many good videos. I've been watching a lot of them myself. Appreciate all you do, Alex. You're an awesome. Hey, thanks, Brian, and thanks for allowing me the opportunity to come and to talk to people out there. You've got a pretty broad coverage. I would hope that people are able to learn. And if people start letting me know either through comments on YouTube or on Utah's Best Gardener what they want in these interviews, we'll do our best to cover it. I've not had anybody ask yet for a specialty on a radio interview, but I'll do my best for you if I know that's what you're looking for. And if we can't get the time to cover it on radio, I will cover it on YouTube. That rocks. You're the best. Websites one more time? At this point, it's just Grow How. On YouTube, just type in Grow How and Utah's Best Gardening on Facebook. Fairly easy to find those. Mr. Alex Grover, I want to thank you again for taking time with us in the garden. Hey, thanks, Brian. I enjoyed it. Manana. carrying a firearm, always treat it as if it were loaded. Always keep your finger off the trigger until your sights are on target and you're ready to fire. Never let your muzzle point at anything you're not willing to destroy. And always be sure of your target, its environment, and any other safety hazards. This announcement's been brought to you by TaylorGunsmithing.com. Discover the magic within Utah State Parks with an annual State Parks Pass. From boating and fishing to hiking, camping, and off-highway vehicle adventures, Utah State Parks offers a wide variety of activities in the great outdoors. An annual State Park Pass opens the gate to year-round adventures at an amazing price of only $75. The annual State Park Pass provides day-use access for you and your family for 12 months from day to purchase. In addition, Utah State Parks opens the gate to cultural and historical parks where you can learn more about Utah's rich heritage. And don't forget to reserve your favorite campsites year-round with options in teepees, yurts, and hammocks in addition to the standard tent and RV options. Visit the trailhead for more information at stateparks.utah.gov. Don't let your next family outing end in tragedy. Don't drink and ride. Driving an OHV under the influence of alcohol is no different than driving your car under the influence of alcohol. Law enforcement officers will be out checking riders and operators of OHVs. You could end up seeing jail time, loss of driver's license, the same stiff penalties that apply to operating a car. This message is from the Utah Division of Parks and Recreation. Ride responsibly. Knowledge is power. Empower your teachers, administrators, and other school staff to defend themselves and their students. For more information, go to FasterUtah.org. 
Breaking news out of Utah today as daredevil water skier Skeeter Bradigan has just pulled off what many claim to be the impossible, jumping Antelope Island on water skis. Let's go live to Antelope Island where Skeeter is standing by to address the press. Yeah! All right, one question at a time. There's enough for Skeeter to go around, okay? Hold your ponies, bromigos. <laughs> Can you tell us how you pulled this off? Some people say it's impossible to jump an island that's four and a half miles wide. Yeah, well, first off, nobody should be trying to jump an island, okay? I'm a trained professional with weeks of experience, all right? So we don't need amateurs out there trying to do jumping islands and stuff, trying to beat Skeeter's sweet, sweet record. Uh-uh, ain't gonna happen. Second of all, when you're out on the water, you wanna be wearing one of these bad boys, a life jacket. That's how you jump a daggum island, okay? Which I did. Another record in the books by beloved Utah icon, Skeeter Bradigan. Remember to be safe out there on the water and as always, wear your life jacket. Summer has officially begun and Sportsman's Warehouse has everything you need for your next outdoor adventure. From hiking to camping to shooting, ready for some fishing? Sportsman's Warehouse has all the rods, reels, baits and nets you need for success. And hunting season will be here before you know it, so bring in your bows for free tune-ups. The best part of all is that at Sportsman's Warehouse, you'll find knowledgeable people who are passionate about what they do and they will get you just what you need. Sportsman's Warehouse, take it outside. Hey, let's hit the lake. Put on your life jackets and let's go. But mom, when will I be old enough so I won't drown and I don't have to wear my life jacket? Will I be invincible just like you? Sweetie, I'm not invincible. I need my life jacket too. Anyone can drown, no matter how old they are. Accidents do happen. Protect yourself and set an example. Wear the proper safety gear when you're on the water. Please remember, nobody is invincible. School resource officers make $50,000 and up. Faster Utah can train 40 or more school staff members to the same skill level for the same amount of money. What do you think? FasterUtah.org. Rise above the best and experience faster internet with Rise Broadband. Known as the number one fixed wireless internet provider in the United States, Rise Broadband offers flexible packages designed to meet your budget so that you can stream all your favorite music, movies, and shows with fast, reliable in-home Wi-Fi. Whether you live in a suburban or rural area, Rise helps keep you and your family connected with the people and things that you value most. Get fast, reliable wireless internet so that you can stream your favorite shows, play the hottest games without buffering or interruption, or connect with family and friends on Skype. With Rise Broadband, you're just a click away. Get more for less with Rise Broadband. To check availability in your area, visit risebroadband.com or call 855-375-9473. Now back to Western Life Radio with your host, Brian Brinkerhoff. Mr. Brant Taylor joins us online once again with Taylor Gunsmithing and Faster Utah. Thank you for taking time with us today. It's an honor to be with you, Brian. Thank you very much. Now, I know you are going to be very busy in the next couple of weeks as we approach these hunts. You do have a few openings for a few things, but again, if folks want help, whether it be 
adding a scope to it or fixing something on the firearm, you need to move quickly, folks, if you're going to take advantage of Branch or any other gunsmith out there. Things take time to get done, especially if you have to order something. You don't want to put things off. You want to get it done as quickly as you can and then have some time to test it out, get your confidence level up where it needs to be. Exactly. Hunts are right on the doorstep here. Any other advice you have for folks out there? I guess the main thing is to be out there on the range, be extremely careful. Fire danger is extremely high right now throughout the state. If you see something that's smoldering, put it out before you walk away. Don't start fires, which may close down opportunities for us out there. Yeah, if you go shooting on public land, make sure where you're shooting into doesn't have a lot of rocks. and A ricochet can start a fire in hot, dry conditions. All it takes is a high enough temperature of a piece of metal touching that kindling, and away it goes. So don't shoot towards things that can make ricochets. A good dirt berm is a thing to have behind your target. Don't shoot steel core ammunition at rocks or steel or anything that that superheated steel core that's what starts most of the fires that we hear about i'm convinced of that but regular ammunition can do it too in certain conditions but be careful don't be the person that makes it bad for everybody else agreed any other advice you have for folks out there with regards to preparing for these hunts I know that we'll probably talk more about the hunts in the next round with you next month as we get into cooler weather and preparation for the vehicles and other things like that. But first and foremost, make sure you know where you are. Don't be shooting on private property unless you have permission. Make sure you're shooting within the right areas, the right hunts that you should be. I know that some folks over the years have been tagged for getting into the wrong areas. Yeah, make sure you know where you are, where you're supposed to be. I just want to reiterate the four safety rules. When you're carrying a gun, follow those four safety rules, and especially number four, be sure of your target and what's beyond it. Don't shoot where your bullet could go outside of where you can see because that boy that got killed up in Cache Valley because someone shot over the ridge and crossed the road. and It's against the law. It's uh, bad practice, and it turns out, really horribly terrible sometimes. Just don't be that person. Don't be that person. You don't want to be that example. No, be a good example. Don't be a bad example. (laughs) And again, just spend quality time with your family. I mean, it's a great time to head out there, do a little planking, spend some quality time, build some skills, and build some confidence in those youth. I like what you say there, Brian. 22 ammunition isn't as cheap as it once was, but it is plentiful now, and you can do a lot of your practice with 22. It's less expensive, and go practice your shooting and gun handling with 22s, and then all you have to do is sight your rifle in and shoot it a few times, and then you know you're good. So take advantage of those times and those things and take your family out shooting. Teach them the safety rules. Teach them how to be safe and teach them how to have fun with firearms. And they're fun. When you're safe, they are always fun. I think so. Connecting those dots, hearing a metal target cling, or getting a great pattern on paper. I could see the pride in my children's eyes when they're out there on the range, and my daughter, she beams. When she gets a better pattern than her brother sometimes, man, you will hear about that for days. So it's a big deal. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it kind of isn't fair because girls have better fine motor functions than boys. 
and so sometimes it's easier for them to shoot well, but we have to practice more, so that's fun too. It's always a toss-up. Sometimes Sterling's better than Aspen, sometimes Aspen's better than Sterling, but a little rivalry there makes it fun, and they love it. Bring an extra brick or two with you. You'd be surprised how fast you can burn through a brick of ammunition. It doesn't take long. Guns and ammo are kind of funny. You can't shoot them if you don't have them with you. So prepare and take them with you and have fun and be safe. Anything else you want to share with folks out there? Oh, I just hope everyone's having a wonderful summer. I'm a little bit antsy to have some cooler weather. I love it when it starts to cool down and love fall. But go have some fun on the water maybe. Go do things that are fun. Get up in the mountains where it's a little cooler do some safe shooting, have fun that way. That's my hope and my advice. Again, if folks want to connect with you for Taylor Gunsmithing side of things, if they need help for the hunts, where do they go? TaylorGunsmithing.com or 801-981-1932. One other thing I want to bring up, and it just kind of snuck up on me a couple of weeks ago as I was doing a little homework, and a couple of years ago we did talk about firearm insurance for concealed carry guys. And there has been quite a few changes since we last talked about this on the air. There has been some. The NRA carry guard has gone away, but I'm kind of proud that the programs that I recommended are still there and still going well. In my opinion, the best two are the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Fund, Armed Citizens Legal Defense League. They're some of the best. They have some of the best people behind them and on their board and that's not going away. They're not insurance. That's what sets them apart from the other programs. They aren't insurance. They have memberships, and they help members with legal costs and legal self-defense situations. The next one you probably heard more about is the <laughs> USCCA. That's right. I think United that's right. United States Concealed Carry Association. They have insurance for concealed carriers, people that carry guns, and that's probably the best insurance program out there. They have a lot of people that are popular, and both these programs have extra training. When you join and you pay your dues, then they send you DVDs, instruct you on things to do, and that's valuable stuff. That's worth it. Again, I think the best value is the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Fund. But the USCCA is real popular, and they do a lot of good things. Whatever fits you the best, that's what you should do. And it's important to have some coverage. If you end up defending yourself or someone else with a gun, that's going to cost some money. And if you haven't prepared a little bit in advance, you might have to mortgage your house or whatever to pay your legal bills. I think that's a critical thing to talk about because... When we are becoming protectors of other folks out there, things can go wrong. Even if you're in the 100% right, you still have to defend yourself in those situations. And you just can't blindly assume that you'll be all right no matter what. It's going to cost money somewhere. And this is great insurance to consider. In America, anybody can sue anybody for anything. And then it takes money to defend against it. Maybe you can countersue, but I don't think that's always the case. Sometimes you just have to defend yourself and then maybe come back later. But being prepared is the way to go. You want to be prepared for the situations. 
again, where should they start if they're looking for insurance to help them out? Just do an internet search on Armed Citizens Legal Defense Fund or Firearms Academy of Seattle. You can find it there. USCCA is all over the internet. They have radio commercials, so you can find either one and do your research and get the one that fits you best. Agreed. And look at the different options, shop them. These are very affordable options. Compared to what it could cost you, these are really smart options. Yeah, it's worth it. The Armed Citizens Legal Defense Fund is, I think it's 130 the first year and then just under $100 every year after that. That's pretty cheap for what you get. And I'm not sure what USCCA, I think they charge by the month, maybe. I think it's under $20 a month. So, you know, if you needed that coverage, you would need to have it already, and it would be too late to try to get it. So be prepared. Again, for more information, where are you located? TaylorGunsmithing.com or 801-981-1932. You're awesome, Brant. I want to thank you for taking time with us. Oh, it's always a pleasure and a privilege to be with you, Brian. Thank you for all you do. You're wonderful. We'll talk to you soon. Discover the magic within Utah State Parks with an annual State Parks Pass. From boating and fishing to hiking, camping, and off-highway vehicle adventures, Utah State Parks offers a wide variety of activities in the great outdoors. An annual State Park Pass opens the gate to year-round adventures at an amazing price of only $75. The annual State Park Pass provides day-use access for you and your family for 12 months from day to purchase. In addition, Utah State Parks opens the gate to cultural and historical parks where you can learn more about Utah's rich heritage. And don't forget to reserve your favorite campsites year-round with options in teepees, yurts, and hammocks in addition to the standard tent and RV options. Visit the trailhead for more information at stateparks.utah.gov. Gun-free school zones make for soft targets for those who would do school violence. Utah schools are not soft targets, thanks to the education provided by FasterUtah.org. Rise above the best and experience faster internet with Rise Broadband. Known as the number one fixed wireless internet provider in the United States, Rise Broadband offers flexible packages designed to meet your budget so that you can stream all your favorite music, movies, and shows with fast, reliable in-home Wi-Fi. Whether you live in a suburban or rural area, Rise helps keep you and your family connected with the people and things that you value most. Get fast, reliable wireless 
wireless internet so that you can stream your favorite shows, play the hottest games without buffering or interruption, or connect with family and friends on Skype. With Rise Broadband, you're just a click away. Get more for less with Rise Broadband. To check availability in your area, visit risebroadband.com or call 855-375-9473. Now back to Western Life Radio with your host, Brian Brinkerhoff. Mr. Chris Haller joins us at the trailhead once again with Utah State Parks and Recreation. Thank you for taking time with us today. Well, thanks for having me again on the show, Brian, and I want to welcome each of the listeners out there for a fun-filled and joyful radio show this morning. I am excited to have you on the program. Summer's been clipping along pretty fast so far, and it's been an exciting year. It's been a lot of fun on the trails, a lot of adventures out there. Unfortunately, there's also been some accidents, too, though. We want to make sure we note and remind folks of some of the hazards that could be out there to help prevent them crossing that same path themselves. Yes. Like you said, Brian, hey, we've been able to enjoy, and hopefully some of the listeners have gone out and explored some new areas. Along with that exploration, like you mentioned, we want to remind people that they simply operate within their ability, that they try not to cut corners, so to speak, or become complacent with the operation of their machines. Sometimes when we operate a machine that could be in a negligent form, we could cause hardship on those loved ones. And obviously, none of us have that thought when we first go out in order to do harm upon not only our loved ones, but others. So take that into account and make sure that we operate responsibly, that we think about some of our actions and what we could do to prevent those types of accidents or injuries taking place. Obviously, one that jumps right out of the gate is alcohol use and or some type of illegal substance use or even prescription medication. So on the prescription medications, make sure we follow those labels. If they indicate to us, as identified by the doctor and the manufacturers, not to operate heavy machinery, well, off-highway vehicles are heavy machinery. Plus, with driving under the influence law, 0.05 also applies to off-highway vehicles, motor vehicles, and, of course, boats. And so just want to remind people that in addition to that, they operate within their own abilities. And like I alluded to, sometimes that can be in a negligent form. So, yeah, you might be joyriding or you might be trying to get some wind moving and get the wind moving in your hair because it is a little bit warmer in some of our riding areas. Just be self-aware that, hey, these are machines. They can tip over and they can cause a serious injury and in some situations prolonged injuries, and possibly death. So read that owner's manual, review those placards, and just be responsible and use common sense. I like what you're saying there. And most accidents can be easily prevented following simple rules. It's a lot of times when we ignore simple rules when things start going south on us. Potential increases significantly that something can go wrong and potentially affect a life. It may end a life, or it may affect that life for the rest of their lives. And I think as operators of those, if we are 
having passengers ride with us like we typically see in a lot of the UTVs or the side-by-sides. And even the ATVs also allow, if they're manufactured right for a rear passenger, that we take into account that we share that same message with our passengers, such as, hey, we're going into a tight turn here, we're going to do this. Make sure you keep your hand inside the machine. Here's the hand grip here. Those hand grips can be found on all different forms of different types of manufactured UTVs. On ATVs, you're a little bit more exposed to the elements. And so, obviously, wearing a helmet, having some long sleeves, long pants will help prevent some of those abrasions and or a serious head injury from occurring should something tragic happen. Of course, you always want to shift your weight into a turn, and you always want to shift your weight forward as you're going uphill and then towards the rear of the machine if you're going downhill. And so just some of that communication can also further assist how that machine would handle. So the operator is doing the best they can, but they also need to communicate that with their passengers. Exactly, yeah. They need to be on the same page as you, and they may not fully know what you're thinking upstairs before you actually do it if you don't give them a little heads up. We've been around, Brian, and I know a lot of the listeners in the audience have been around, too. Sometimes we do pick up bad habits, whether that's just because we've become very comfortable with our machine or we know a particular trail, whatever that situation may arise. So what I'd like to echo is, is not to become comfortable, is that, hey, trail conditions can change dramatically, especially as we enter into a monsoon season some debris materials, of course, from last year's fires. Some additional debris and material may come across the trail or be on a trail because of that rain or that flow that may have occurred in the last week or so. Sand riding is another good example if you're out dune riding. And in our various dune riding areas, wind can play a factor on how that sand moves. And those desert rats understand that, how sand and the dunes can change over time with wind. And then lastly, along the same lines, is just being prudent in your overall operation of the machine. And we know some of the things that we can do to prevent those. And we've been through those, and we understand them. So just be a little more responsible when you're out on the trail for safety factors. And then also there's always, lastly, that image that, hey, if you're going off trail to explore a new area or something like that, check and make sure before you do that 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 particular route is an actual open off-highway vehicle trail or route. Here in Utah, I think a lot of people might not be aware of this, but everything in Utah is closed unless it's posted open. And posted open can mean either by a sign map or other description. And so that information should be gathered prior to the trip or as you arrive at the trailhead to check to make sure either through a mobile device, through a mapping system, or with kiosk-related information at the trailhead.
If you would like a little more from your range experience than standing and shooting holes in paper, come and train with us. TaylorGunsmithing.com Play safe, play sober. BUI is boating under the influence. It is illegal to operate a motorboat while under the influence of alcohol. And in Utah, BUI penalties are the same as DUI. It will cost you money and may cost you your life. Play safe, play sober. Visit stateparks.utah.gov. This message brought to you by Utah State Parks Boating Program. Discover the magic within Utah State Parks with an annual State Parks Pass. From boating and fishing to hiking, camping, and off-highway vehicle adventures, Utah State Parks offers a wide variety of activities in the great outdoors. An annual State Park Pass opens the gate to year-round adventures at an amazing price of only $75. The annual State Park Pass provides day-use access for you and your family for 12 months from day to purchase. In addition, Utah State Parks opens the gate to cultural and historical parks where you can learn more about Utah's rich heritage. And don't forget to reserve your favorite campsites year-round with options in teepees, yurts, and hammocks in addition to the standard tent and RV options. Visit the trailhead for more information at stateparks.utah.gov. When carrying a firearm, always treat it as if it were loaded. Always keep your finger off the trigger until your sights are on target and you're ready to fire. Never let your muzzle point at anything you're not willing to destroy. And always be sure of your target, its environment, and any other safety hazards. This announcement has been brought to you by TaylorGunsmithing.com. I'm Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox. We live in an incredible state, and this time of year, my family and I, we love to ride. Unfortunately, we've had too many fatalities this year. And while safety equipment is critical, it's not enough. Remember to always be aware of your surroundings and never ride beyond your capabilities. We wanna make sure that you make it home safe. And never forget, nobody is invincible. Is your boat registered and insured for the summer season? Most boats must have proof of insurance on board and be properly registered with bow numbers and stickers. Take the Utah Boating or Coast Guard Auxiliary courses and you just might get a discount on your insurance. For a copy, call 801-538-BOAT. This message brought to you by the Utah State Parks Boating Program. For the most cost-effective school safety solutions, look to FasterUtah.org. Rise above the best and experience faster internet with Rise Broadband. Known as the number one fixed wireless internet provider in the United States, Rise Broadband offers flexible packages designed to meet your budget so that you can stream all your favorite music, movies, and shows with fast, reliable in-home Wi-Fi. Whether you live in a suburban or rural area, Rise helps keep you and your family connected with the people and things that you value most. Get fast, reliable wireless 
internet so that you can stream your favorite shows, play the hottest games without buffering or interruption, or connect with family and friends on Skype. With Rise Broadband, you're just a click away. Get more for less with Rise Broadband. To check availability in your area, visit risebroadband.com or call 855-375-9473. Ricky, my man. Hey, headed out on the lake, I see. These fish aren't going to catch themselves, am I right? <laughs> Got some brewskis from my broski. No, thank you. That's illegal. What? Come on, aren't you the guy that wrestled the buffalo on Antelope Island? First of all, they're called bison, and I was delivering a breech calf. Wow, come on, man. I'll trade you this six of suds for that life jacket. A real man always wears his life vest. And he never partakes of alcohol while operating a boat. Everyone knows that. Yeah, not, not everybody does. Everybody knows that. Summer has officially begun and Sportsman's Warehouse has everything you need for your next outdoor adventure. From hiking to camping to shooting, ready for some fishing? Sportsman's Warehouse has all the rods, reels, baits and nets you need for success. And hunting season will be here before you know it, so bring in your bows for free tune-ups. The best part of all is that at Sportsman's Warehouse, you'll find knowledgeable people who are passionate about what they do, and they will get you just what you need. Sportsman's Warehouse. Take it outside. to Western Life Radio, a 29-year outdoor and Western lifestyle tradition. Thanks for joining us. May all your days be filled with new adventures. I'm Brian Brinkerhoff.